The last word on travel. With KLM Royal Dutch Airlines. New premium comfort class. Enjoy extra legroom on selected intercontinental flights. It's travel time. Sarah Slattery from the travelexpert.ie is with us. And what we decided to do this week is take one big adventure that many people might like to do and look at the best way of doing it. And that is doing a California road trip. And we sort of briefly mentioned this previously in talking about American holidays, but let's get into it in a little bit more detail, Sarah. And you're suggesting something that, in retrospect, I wish that we had done when we did this all over 25 years ago. We went, after being in Las Vegas, across to Los Angeles and then drove up as far as San Francisco. You suggest it's better to start in San Francisco. Why? Yeah, that's right. Um, well, I suppose just if you want to drive the Pacific Coast Highway, you're you're on the right side of the road. Uh, you've got the coast beside you. You can pull in, you can see the views, take the photos. If you're on the other side of the road, if you're driving north, you have to kind of cross the road uh, to see some of the... Because sometimes you might just want to pull in for a few minutes or, or take in the views when you're driving. So it is a good, I think, idea to, to drive um, north to south. And, and it's also, there's so much to see. Like, a lot of people tend Sorry, to... It's the most beautiful drive. The Big Sur is yeah. the most absolutely stunning drive. And, and, you know, I think we even didn't have enough time there when we did it. I think so many people try to, you know, add in maybe Vegas or Yosemite or they go to other places, but there's actually so much to see that you nearly should just stick to, I think, doing the, the Pacific Coast and do the other things a different time. So you say start in San Francisco and it's possible to fly direct to San Francisco yeah. from Dublin, isn't it? That's right, our lingus fly almost daily now, I think, um, if not every day, six days a week, I think, yeah. And you have a good tip when you start in San Francisco Airport not to get your car there. Yeah, um, you're going to be, San Francisco's very walkable and it's also great on the bikes as well. Um, so you're not really going to need your car in San Francisco and the parking is crazy the charges for parking is outrageous anyway so I would say get a transfer or a taxi from the airport um, stay in San Francisco I'd say think you need really three full days you definitely need a day for Alcatraz maybe a bay cruise um, one of the best things we did was um, cycle across the Golden Gate Bridge I was with the kids and it was just a fabulous family activity and um, we cycled into Sausalito and got the ferry back and it was just I still remember it probably one of the best things we did there um, and then you're going to need another day just to kind of you know, explore the city. So you, you, that may mean four nights. And with a trip like that, it's really important that you plan it because, you know, you think you can do a night here, a night there, but you really need a little bit more time. And one thing that I noticed as well was the um, the speed limits. It's 55 miles an hour in most places and people stick to it. So when you're Google mapping and you're thinking, oh, we'll do that in a day or we'll do that in a few hours, it tends to take you longer. Um, plus you'd be pulling in and, you know, to see things. So you definitely need to make sure you've planned your itinerary and you give yourself enough time in each place. Yeah, and there's, there's plenty of traffic police out there as well who yeah. will pull you in and the rest of it. So on the drive down from San Francisco once you're done, down to LA, you've mentioned lots of places where we stopped off as well. Places like Monterey and Carmel are beautiful spots to stop for maybe a night as well. Yeah, exactly. And it, when, you, when you're kind of looking at the map and you're planning it out, you'll see some of these places are close together. Uh, Monterey is fantastic if you've got kids. There's a, one of the best aquariums in the world is there. Uh, Carmel is probably a little bit more authentic. 
Um, so I'd say if you're going as a couple, I'd maybe stop there. If you're going with his family, maybe Monterey. But like they're both lovely places. So it all depends on how much time you have. But certainly they're quite close together. So I would probably pick one or other of those. The aquarium is magnificent. And we've been to loads of aquariums in different parts of the world. And that is definitely one of the best. And then you also have Fisherman's Wharf and a sort of tribute to the works of John Steinbeck in particular. Yeah. Then you also have other places where we're less well known and we ended up staying once in uh, St. St. Louis Obispo as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, funny, that, that, that's another spot that's very popular either there or Cambria and we actually stayed in Cambria so, but I think there's more life and there's more, more nightlife and shopping and everything in St. Louis Obispo whereas where we stayed was a bit more kind of country feel. Wouldn't probably be my favourite place in the world to stop but it is brilliant location for Hearst Castle. It's right beside Hearst Castle and it's also, again, with kids, it's beside um, San Simeon uh, Seal Rookery. There's 25,000 seals on this beach, like eight mile long beach, right? On the, it's, it's, it's bizarre to see it. Um, so it was a good base for that. So again, it depends on, on who you're trying. I'd say if you're going as a couple, you know, the shopping and everything in San Luis is much more there. Um, so it's, it's just a matter of, of deciding which, which stops you pick. And Hearst Castle is a terrific venue to go to as well. I mean, you get off at the car park and you get the bus up the mountains bringing you up to this extraordinary home for the great newspaper baron Hearst of the early 20th century. Yeah, that was the biggest surprise for me. I mean, we actually just went because you know, it was beside where we were staying, but it, it's incredible, isn't it? It's like it was amazing. a total, uh, totally blew me away, and such a, a a beautiful castle to see inside. I believe he designed it based on all his family trips to Europe, so it's got all a lot of European uh, style to it. Yeah, but it's definitely worth a visit. So then, when you head down towards Los Angeles, I suppose Los Angeles as well is almost a collection, really, of cities within a city, isn't it? And you've mentioned two places where actually we stayed when we were there as well, both Santa Barbara and Santa Monica. Start with Santa Barbara. I love Santa Barbara. I don't know about you, but I thought, now, God, if now I could afford to retire somewhere now, I'd be there. All the fabulous houses. And it's so different. Like, they're not, a, you can't have any neon signs. You can't have any billboards. Um, it's a bit Stepford Wivesy in some places, but it's, 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 uh, yeah, it's a fabulous town. It's very relaxing, which I, I felt immediately when you got there compared to some of the other places you're coming and going. There isn't like loads to see, but it's just a lovely, relaxing town. I'd say just a nice place to stay for a couple of days uh, before you then move into. LA and, and get all the, the madness. Um, again, with LA, you can stay downtown LA. West Hollywood is a very popular spot to stay in. Or you can stay on the outskirts in Santa Monica. Which and, is what we did. Yeah, that's what we did too. And just um, bus or, or, or get the use of public transport in and out. It's a handy way to do it. Because you've got a beach there. Yeah. You've got the pier with the roller coaster yeah. and big wheel and things like that. And you're also very near to things like Universal Studios. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think people sometimes forget, you know, they think of of a road trip like that and think, you know, is it that suitable for families? But like most of the American museums are brilliant for kids. And then, you know, you've got Universal Studios, you've got Disneyland, you've got Legoland, you've got so many things to do down there as well. And the California Science Centre, which is the home to the Space Shuttle Endeavour. Yeah, and it's free. Like very, not very many things in California are free, but that's free. So uh, yeah, that's a fabulous thing to do as well. Um, another great one we did was the USS Midway. Amazing museum. The kids were allowed in and the cockpit we got the tour of the bridge um, climb, you know, uh, just really really 
great experiences. A long time since we were there, but still really great memories. Now, you also have added in the bit that we didn't do, Hernandez heading further south beyond LA, going to San Diego. Why did you do that? Yeah, I think it's nice after a trip like that to have some beach time. So, I mean, if you can, you, you know, pick Santa Barbara or Santa Monica and have your, that can be your beach time. But if you want to just completely chill out and have a real kind of more resort feel to it, there's lots of beaches down in San Diego for that. Um, and there's lots of things to do in San Diego as well. There's if The only thing I will say is if you want to fly back direct with Aer Lingus from Los Angeles, it's a bit of a trek back up. Uh, it says two hours on Google Maps, but if you have traffic, it took us nearly four hours. We were afraid we're going to miss the flight. So there are beaches closer to LA, uh, Laguna Beach, Huntington Beach. So again, it's just a matter of, of picking the right place um, depending on, on where you're flying out from. If you're flying out from San Diego, then I'd say definitely make your way down there. It's expensive at the moment in the United States, isn't it, the way the dollar is going against the euro? It is, it pretty much is. Um, a lot of those museums are very good if you're travelling with kids, a lot of them are free, but I mean, then you've got a lot of things that are expensive. Dining out, one of the things we found was, um, and it's still true because I actually Googled it today to check, was a lot of the really nice hotels do these happy hours from three to half five, and it's not just drinks, like you get all the snacks half price as well. So I think Americans are very set on their way with their lunch times and their dinner times. So if you kind of get in between that three and five time, you can get a fabulous lunch or a fabulous meal for half the price you pay two hours later or two hours previously. So that's but a good tip. It is one of the dream trips, California. Thank you very much, Sarah Slattery from the travelexpert.ie. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.